Welcome to Making Connections, a WMNT series on diversifying our future. Living in the mountains and dealing with the transitioning economy of the Coalfields region can feel like being on an island. No one knows what exactly will help, but there are a ton of ideas and not enough resources to try them all. Yet places all over the United States are experiencing the same thing. The main industry in a place pulls out, moves overseas, or fades away to changing times without anything to replace it, like it was a given that it would always be there. The Assistant Secretary for Economic Development and Administrator of the U.S. Department of Commerce's Economic Development Administration, Jay Williams, knows exactly how we feel. In his hometown of Youngstown, Ohio, the collapse of the U.S. steel industry changed their economy forever. Williams told the story of Youngstown and how they began diversifying their economy at the recent Big Ideas Fest in Hazard, Kentucky. So let me tell you very briefly how my relationship with this region really kicked off. It was about two years ago. Chairman Hal Rogers and I, we started talking and he began to describe to me what was going on in eastern Kentucky how the transformation of the community that had been defined by coal mining for generations was underway and that there had been a series of discussions and community meetings that led up to a meeting that had you know, upwards of 1,500 people who convened in December to really talk about the future, creating a new vision and a new plan for the region. And as he started talking about this, my demeanor changed, my face changed, and, and I could see as he was wrapping up, I said, Chairman, uh, Rogers, if you would just indulge me a few minutes. As you've described uh, what has been underway in your region uh, of the country for a number of years, you have just described exactly the process that we have undertaken in my hometown, which is 400 and some odd miles away from the eastern Kentucky region. Realizing the similarities and the connections that were underway in two communities that if you looked at those communities, just on their surface, you couldn't imagine that there would be any similarities. An urban area, densely populated, that for generations was defined by an industry, the manufacture of steel. Here we are in rural Kentucky, a place that is very different in many respects on its surface, but if you set aside those things that immediately catch your attention of why these areas are different and begin to peel back their surface just a little bit, you will see the similarity of the connections, the similarity of the challenges, the pride, the culture, and the similarity of the opportunities. Swap Youngstown for Eastern Kentucky. Swap steel for coal mining. The issues that plagued Youngstown started well before September 19, 1977, when Youngstown Sheet and Tube announced its closure of the Camel Works. 5,000 jobs lost in a matter of months. 30,000 high-paying, middle-class jobs lost in the intervening years. The problem started well before that, but we weren't paying attention. We failed to work as a region. We saw joblessness, poverty, the health issues, and for years, we sat and waited for someone else to fix it. We wanted that quick fix. You could go and work in the steel mill in Youngstown, and all you needed was a strong work ethic, and a strong back, and you had a job for feeding your family, sending your kids to school, taking your vacations, having that quality of life that you expected. But when it went away, we were bitter because that's what defined us. Someone owes us something, and we spent 25 years 
with a chip on our shoulder looking for someone to do something about it. When I had an opportunity to talk to Chairman Rogers and had an opportunity to come to SOAR, it was the same process that we went through. We finally, after 25 years, had a sort of a come to Jesus meeting, an, an epiphany that said, you know what, our kids have been leaving. We look in the rearview mirror and talk about the good old days of the steel mills, and that's what we do. That's who we are. And if that doesn't exist anymore, then we might as well pack up and the last one out of town, shut the lights off. But let's not continually bemoan that. Let's understand what were the things that made us special. What were the skills? What were the assets that we had that allow us to, at one point, be a manufacturing powerhouse? How can we then use that as a foundation to build upon, to create opportunities for the next generation? They're going to be different. We also had to accept that while manufacturing was still going on, that we were going to have to look at it in terms of not just the region, that we were now in a globalized economy. But the most important thing we had to realize is that it had to begin with us. But until we decided collectively that we were going to get over that emotional and psychological hurt, which was very real, because there were job losses and there were people who suffered, but until we were a community going to pull ourselves together, nothing else was going to change. Ultimately, 1,200 plus people came and sat for three hours to engage in a dialogue and a discussion about creating a new vision and a new plan for not just Youngstown, Ohio, the city, but the entire region. And as we began to go through that process and do an assessment of the assets that we had and the skills that we had and understand how to apply those into rebuilding a community, there was also the acknowledgement and recognition that while you needed the elected leaders, it had to be bigger than any individuals. It had to be owned and driven by the stakeholders in the community. But if the ownership and the accountability was vested in the community and the stakeholders, at that point, they would always have an, an investment and a vested interest to make sure that this process moved forward. Everything that you're doing is going to ultimately lead to the type of community that you're aspiring to. I can tell you the things that you're doing now are the things that we were doing then. And while we haven't arrived, there are still lots of challenges in Youngstown and Mahoney Valley, there's a distinction. Because for the past 25 or 30 years, we were defined by the collapse of that industry. We wore it on our lapels, we wore it in the way we talked, we wore it in the way that we acted toward one another. And now when people talk about the region, while we still have very real challenges and issues that we're dealing with, they're talking about how a community that was defined by its failures is now responding to those failures how the community is becoming much more economically diverse. So how is it now that a new generation is saying, wait a minute, our generation is invested. We want to stay here for the rest of our lives, but we understand it's not going to happen because someone else makes it happen. We are invested. The future is bright. We are passionate, determinate, optimistic. But they understand it is in their hands. This is not an attempt to have the federal government solve all of the problems in the local communities. We absolutely have an obligation to play a role. They are ultimately the tax dollars that come from these local stakeholders. But to the extent that we can help create better conditions on the ground, that's what the Economic Development Administration is about. But as I said time and time again, the federal government is just one part of the puzzle. And in this room, you all have convened many of the stakeholders that are absolutely critical to advancing these initiatives. The philanthropic community, the faith-based community, the private sector, and unquestionably the educational community. At the end of the day, it's going to be a regional approach, a regional investment, and regional solutions that begin to address these issues.
One of the things that, again, I am most excited about is that the solutions aren't uh, Washington, D.C. oriented. They're oriented right here uh, on the ground in local communities, uh, right here in eastern Kentucky. Every time I come down here, it gets more exciting. Every time I come down here, you all have progressed further along that line. Making Connections is brought to you by WMMT Mountain Community Radio. Find out more at makingconnectionsnews.org.